Today on the program... Congratulations, San Francisco, you've ruined pizza. First the Hawaiians, and now you. It's Inside Out. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me today is the imaginary boyfriend of my magic sack, Anthony. <laughs> your sack ain't magic, wow. and I ain't I, I was not sure how you were going to say <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know where it was going to be today, but uh, I was hoping I was your wagon to the moon or something. I don't know. I don't no. know. I don't know. Boyfriend yeah. of my magic sack. Ma- boyfriend. No, fit a lot of boyfriends into that magic sack. <laughs> That's right. Uh also with us all the way from Missouri, Manny. What's up, y'all? He is. Just, I'm a little know, spilly already. A little spilly. I thought you were on the Kansas. I thought you were on the Kansas side. Now he's all Missouri. Uh, right now, physically, I am, but I oh. am still a I am still a Missouri uh, resident. That's not. I have been. About. I never. I never updated my ship in Texas. Oh, right. All right. And then from <laughs> I Nola, dr- I kept driving all the way up here to vote. <laughs> oh, and all the way from New Orleans, Elise. Hi guys. I don't I don't I don't have a fun story. Actually, my license is still a Texan license, but I can do that legally. What? Why? What? Wait, you tell me what I was doing was illegal? Yep. How can you speaking, That's whack. To change everything? I mean, I lived in California for 5 years oh. and still had a Kansas license. Yeah, typically most states have a deadline within like 90 days or whatever of changing your residency, you have to change your license. But California's yeah. got some real goofy laws because, like, if you're going to be there two weeks, they want you to change your vehicle registration. Yeah, I never did that either. Yeah, no. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I'm a military spouse. So their, their appointments are so backed up anyway. Yeah, well, it didn't matter. None, None of that has anything to do with a movie about movie, kid though. emotions. Because today it we makes are talking. Me emotional. I'm okay. <laughs> talking about Inside Out from 2015, directed by Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor directed Soul. Hey. Soul, which is excellent. Up, which is excellent. Monsters, Inc., which is mostly good. Oh, I love Monsters, Inc. I love Monsters, yeah. Inc. Dude, he's, he's like, if it's Pixar, like it's one. this guy. The, yeah, he's right, the like Pixar Wally, guy. Turning Red, Onward, which I love that movie. Onward, Onward. was great, yeah. yeah. Uh, it also, Can you guys hear that? What? I can hear you. Okay, good. Okay. Also, Ronnie Del Carmen. I think uh, Ronnie Del Carmen had just done a few shorts, a few little things. Uh, so I think this was sort of like Pete Doctor directing and Ronnie kind of sort of uh, being a right hand learning how to do it further. You know, maybe after this, he can move on and try to do more directing stuff. Sort of uh, <clears throat> learning experience for Ronnie, maybe because he hasn't done shit since this. And he had like three little short videos before this. So. Not much going on with Not Ronnie Del Carmen. <laughs> I mean, I, I could, I feel Ronnie. Like, I feel like when the check's big enough, I'd be like, no, nope, I'm done working now. Yeah. Uses everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got that inside out money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dirtier than it really is. Yeah, sounds, yeah. Took it to a place that's really dark. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so they actually had a few different names for this. You know, they wanted to call it all sorts of things like emotions and the joy. And one guy was like, let's call it joy, joy story. 
No. Yeah, in fact, hey, that hey, is like, really? the lamest fucking thing. Hey, hey, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that made the Joy Story joke. Yeah, pack up your desk. You're fired. <laughs> What's that meme where the guy like all of a sudden <laughs> is thrown out the window? <laughs> <laughs> or the one where the guy just opens the window and jumps out of it. I think it's from a Monty Python movie, but that'd be yeah. Joy Story, huh? Yep, just opening the window and leaving. Oh yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they settled on Inside Out because I don't know. But we open up with this thing. You ever look at someone and wonder, what is going on inside their head? Well, I know. Well, I know Riley's head. We see a baby waking up, you know, the first view of the world, first first breath of life, and the creation of Joy. Joy is Amy Poehler, perfect casting. Probably. This is like NBC, like, they're like, okay, who's working for NBC? Let's take them, yeah. right? I mean, because it yeah. it's, it's Amy Poehler. Bill Hader, who's yeah. Saturday Night Live, yeah. uh, Mindy, Mindy Kaling. Kaling, Phyllis Smith, like they were yeah. all coming. Like I mean, not all, yeah. but I mean, there's Richard Kind and and uh, and Lewis. Bill, uh, not Bill, Lewis Black, but yeah, yeah. Like, half of the people on this were working for NBC sitcoms yeah. and and. Well, this was a uh, what was this? 2015. Yeah, 2015. So I am guessing wasn't the Office still going kind of strong then? I don't know if it was still going in 2015, honestly. But uh, I know Parks and Rec was, because there's no way you're going to convince me that her role as Leslie Nope did not get Amy Poehler this job. Just the overly energetic, happy, optimistic character of Leslie Nope is definitely how Amy Poehler got the job of Joy. So at first there's just this panel that Joy is standing at, and it's just one button. Like her control panel, you know, she's in Riley's head. And babies are nothing but joyful all the time, according to Pixar. (laughs) (laughs) And so this baby is Riley. Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah. Uh, Then we see this bright yellow ball rolling down this track past all these, like, pinwheels. And, you know, everything's lighting up. Core memory. These are core memories. Memory forming. And the color corresponds to the emotion that is making the memory. So, so far, everything's yellow because joy is yellow. And happy and bright. And then soon enough, the baby starts crying and we meet Sadness, which is blue and played by Phyllis Smith from The Office. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she is like so that. good in yeah, this. Yeah, that like, was perfect. Yeah. Um, and so it, as Riley grows up, we get more emotions. Fear. Fear is Bill Hader. Uh, purple. Right. Or whatever which reason. also very good casting. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, we're about to fall over a car. Oh, my God. Bill, how good is Bill Hader though? Like, like if you guys watch, uh, uh, oh, I haven't watched Barry. Barry, that's a great show. That's Barry? such a good Dude, show. Barry is a fantastic show. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to go. Yeah, if you don't got HBO Plus, we'll have to fix that. Uh, I got HBO Max. That's the thing. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's everything's plus. Yeah, that's yeah. on there. All right. Um, and then we get disgust. Yeah. Mindy Kaling. This it's is only perfect. Two seasons, right? Perfect yeah. casting mm-hmm. because Mindy Kaling disgusts me. So. <laughs> oh God. Really? Did you know? Yeah, I think really? she's. I I've never found even on The Office, which I love The Office. Her character annoyed the fuck out of me. I have never seen her in something and thought, "Wow, I am glad she's in this movie or TV show." She has always annoyed the fuck out of me. I've never liked her. Hmm. Uh, disagree. Any myself, particular reason? Just I, I, her type of humor, this? I guess. Just oh, fucking like petting a chinchilla backwards. <laughs> Wow. Uh, they seem super Still soft from either there. any angle. Yeah, but you can't go backwards. You can't. No, that's not a chinchilla. Yeah. That's a that's a hedgehog. Well, that, that's because the because you'll <laughs> fuck like your a, hand up. Oh, but there's animals that can't pet backwards. It fucks it up, and it, like it's like <laughs> it fucks up the way their fur is or something. I don't know. 
That's why they have to bathe in dirt because their fur is so thick and something going on. Can't pen backwards. Okay. I'll pet us and chill it however Good the talk. fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pet George Lucas however I want, goddammit. That human chinchilla. I don't know. She's she's all she is the human version of nails on a chalkboard to me. Well, I I, I don't I don't trust a lot of your in the last few episodes you've said a lot of things that uh I do I disagree yeah. with heavily. I would happily have a it threesome really... with Mindy Kaling and and Liv Tyler right now. You know Sorry, but I would make you watch. I'd be like, Oh, you just buy this? Yeah, you probably are. Sorry. I'll put my shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great because if you have the two of them in one room, I can go okay, out in the world okay, okay, safely okay. knowing that they're in that room and I don't have to worry about running That's into them. Fine. Seal the door on your way out because I don't need nothing else. I don't think she's particularly attractive, but you know. She's definitely not attractive, but she's, she's also just annoying as shit. And I, I she's never been funny. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with the annoyingness, but I find her attractive. And it turns out I'm willing to put yeah. up with a lot of annoyingness for attractiveness. <laughs> In exchange for attractiveness. I mean, that's why he put up with me on the show for so long. <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> um, we are learning so much. Then today. lastly. This is your show. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we're feelings. This is feelings. Mindy uh, discussed saves them from being poisoned by broccoli, which I personally enjoy broccoli. You know, however broccoli it's cooked. Rules. Steamed, oh, broccoli. steamed break, uh, baked cheese, no cheese, whatever you're doing to broccoli, I am here for broccoli. But my boss... That. My boss is a 70-year-old man, grew up in fucking West Virginia. He's an Appalachian Mountain man, and now he does. he's a foreman for commercial construction. Broccoli is his kryptonite. Like, you can't even have it in a meal. It's not even like a standalone dish. It can't even be chopped up and mixed in with something. If you heat up <sighs> anything about broccoli, he can smell it from fucking 100 yards away and will start throwing that, a fucking me- fit. He's so weird about broccoli, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I enjoy it's broccoli. It's so myself. childish yeah. to me, I think. Yeah. I don't understand it. But uh, so for Halloween, I bought a bunch of fake broccoli, like little broccoli toys, and hid them all over the trailer <laughs> at the job site. I was like, it's the scariest thing I could think of. <laughs> so I just, he kept finding broccoli for weeks. <laughs> Mastermind over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad hates broccoli, but it's because he had a bunch of older siblings, and so like they would pass around, you know, the casserole dish of broccoli, and he'd always end up with like the stalks. So he just doesn't like broccoli because he always got the shitty end of okay, broccoli. Okay, well, that kind of like, yeah, he no, he can't even heat it up. Like I'm not even, you don't even have to eat the broccoli. Like, he can't even smell it. It's like when someone microwaves fish at work or something. Yeah, but he's, he's so. I'm here for almost every vegetable except peas and green beans. They can fuck right off. Everything else, I'm cool with. Uh, I could I tolerate peas and green beans. I'm not excited you don't like about peas, them, but I can nah. deal with peas them. Suck. Cabbage, cabbage can fuck off, peas. and sauerkraut, which is oh, uh, fucked take, up cabbage. cabbage. I love I'll cabbage. Sauerkraut, sauerkraut. Peas only belong in enchilada yeah, meat. Green. That's the only place you can put peas. Anthony. Yeah. Uh, yeah, peas. I I can deal with peas and like fried rice. Mm, there you go. There you go. That's good, dude. Look, oh yeah, there's that's together. Right. Make them like like, potato, like mashed potatoes, but peas. Ah, peas, ew, dude, they're no. fucking that's never been about the most delicious fucking thing you can eat. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. gross. Apparently, man, no, not mashed potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> mash them like mashed potatoes. <laughs> All right, I so. like that the characters in these movies kind of match a shape. Yeah, like disgust looks like broccoli. Them. Sadness, Joy. yeah, Joy's a star. Sadness looks like a teardrop. And then fear looks like a nerve. I guess it's a nerve, they say. But anger, which we now meet, anger, of course, perfectly cast by Lewis Black. Because I don't know if you've ever seen Lewis Black stand up, but that dude gives me a heart attack because he's so amped up on his fucking stand up stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember wild. when I was in college, he did one. At, he went to Kansas State and played a show. And like the lady that was booking him, like he spent the night with her or whatever. And then he's like, all right, so. She's like, oh, you want my number? He's like, Dad, so all right, so deuces. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he's supposed to be shaped Irish like goodbye. a fire brick, apparently. And yeah, uh, fire, so, fire brick. Or, fire, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I was um, ask if anybody So knew. after they get saved by the broccoli poison, then he demands dessert. And that's, he gets mad and flames shoot out of his head. Yeah, Lewis Black, fucking perfect cat. I remember one, he was talking about watching the uh, the Clinton trials, you know, during that whole impeachment process and the sexual misconduct and all that. And he's like, I remember I was watching the TV, and he said, I need to know the definition of is. It depends on your definition of the word is. And all these people are applauding, oh, Mr. President, Mr. President. And then I turn to the next channel and it's him giving a speech on whatever this. And oh my God. And I'm sitting here and then I hear someone say, if it weren't for my horse, I never would have made it through college. And he's like going off on this rant of the stupidest shit he's ever heard. And then I don't know, he's just Lewis Black and he gets all fuck. his blood pressure starts boiling. <laughs> and it's like, if it weren't for my horse. Oh my god! I think his peak was when he was on the Daily Show with John. Oh like yeah, he was always on the Daily and that Show. Fucking finger yeah. just yeah. wagging. Yeah, no, that was and his. I like some of his stand up, but some of it falls real flat. But it's just he's just relying on that that anger. But no, Pure this is anger. perfect casting though because that's yeah. what he's known for. That's right? absolutely it. Yeah. Uh, so we do see the memory bank. You know, just this big wall of of little like pinballs that are different colors, and the important core memory. Yeah. The core memories are on this little thing. You push a button and it comes up out of the ground. And there are five of them, and they're like a brighter yellow than the usual memories. They're you know they glow a little bit brighter. Yeah, like it makes yeah. a, it makes a connection to. Yeah. It's part of her personality, yeah, right? It's the five core traits of her personality. These are the 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 ones, and uh, we see them all being built, and they are kind of represented by separate islands outside of their HQ tower, right? Yeah, but they're attached to the HQ. Yes. All the little islands there are, like Friendship Island, Family Island, Hockey Island, goofball. And goofball Island. Yeah, Goofball Island. And yeah. Trust. Or Honesty. Sorry, Honesty. And so uh, at the end of each day, they dump the new memories down into long term. You know, flip a lever and they all pinball down. And memories are colored uh, by what they are. So now everything's great. Clean slate. Riley's going to sleep. And uh, Riley's 11 now. You know, she thinks, yeah, made it to 11. What could possibly go wrong? We're, we're through the hard part. <laughs> I have an 11 year old girl. I have a few. I have a few ideas about what can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say now that Rose is big enough and her hair is getting longer, we're always putting them in the two tiny little pigtails, and so like big, little, little baby toddler pigtails. Riley running around and had the same two little pigtails. So I was like, "Oh, crying already!" Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, God! Stop! Ah! Looks like little Rosemary running around. And she also she hates broccoli. She will flat out throw that shit on the floor. Uh, kids, <laughs> I didn't like it as much as a kid either. Unless it was drenched in cheese. So much cheese. Yeah. And then I was like, give me that shit. Yeah. So this movie, I will say, I, I have seen it a few times, but watching it last night in preparation for the show hit a whole lot differently. And I was like, holy fuck, Riley looks like Rosemary. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is this is gonna be rough. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, and so. she is a she is a happy baby too. So she is a very happy baby so far. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, so what could possibly go wrong? Well, they move. 
They move all the way to San That's Francisco. Hard. Yeah. Uh, Riley's hard. very disappointed because there's something about, yeah, here's, you know, Joey's always like, we're looking for the best in the situation. You know, we've all had our ideas of what the house is going to look like. Let's review them. And, you know, it's like a magic castle and a fun house and a bouncy house or whatever. And all the stuff they think it's going to look like. And they pull up and it's one of those super narrow San Francisco houses. Oh. The Tanners the moved tanner. out of a house. Yeah, the yeah. Tanners. Yeah. <laughs> Which was that, like a $1.5 million house? Yeah, it's yeah, a multi-million dollar house. It's like a room wide. That's <laughs> yeah. It. Um, and uh, Uncle Joey's still yeah. living in the basement, though. Yeah. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> what the fuck is Cut that? Cut it out. Yeah, is that a woodchuck? Why Why are you here? Oh, hey, guys. I come with the house. No, get the fuck out, you creep. I need a little bit more set. God damn it, Dave Coulier. I love you, buddy. A lot of small set went down on me in a the theater and then wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best experience in my whole life. <laughs> Probably. It would be for me. <laughs> I don't well, know. I'm sure a lot of other stuff went on. They had a lot born. of money and stuff. I mean, it, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of Alanis Morissette memories for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Riley's very disappointed in the house. Uh, there's a dead mouse in there and, you know, all the emotions. That's Ratatouille, dude. <laughs> yes, that's Ratatouille. That's where he retired. That's after. Ratatouille, dude. Like he looks the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> well, all Pixar movies are related. Um, well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the when they first the introduced them, when they first introduced the movies, some of the some of Joy's you know Joy's happy baby memories. One of them was um, Ellie's and what's his face's uh, wedding wedding day. Oh yeah, yeah, up. from Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks it's for bringing that. Oh really? Tear jerking scene up. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Hey, so you want to watch a fun little kids movie? Well, guess what? Your whole world's gonna be shattered in five fucking minutes. Enjoy it. Yeah. Not Damn. Even. <laughs> you get Dude, you get those serious. are like some of the five saddest mo- uh, minutes God in cinematic damn. history Pixar. ever. Pixar can just fucking nail you. Like they they can just they do it every time. Dude, yeah. Like, yeah. Are we going to make them laugh? We're going to make them cry. We want them to commit suicide. We can do it all in fucking 5 minutes. No Doesn't problem. matter. Yeah. You want a little robot that doesn't even talk running around a freaking abandoned world? Want to cry about it? Don't think you can. Hold my beer. Yeah. Hey, everything <laughs> everywhere all at once. No, hold my beer. <laughs> everything everywhere all at once had me crying over a fucking rock. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, actually, no. I'm kidding. I've I've never been able to see up. I I get all my Pixar movies from Rick Astley, and uh, <laughs> he's never going to give me up. Never going to give you up. Did right. I just get right. fucking bullshit? <laughs> I think we all just got Rick rolled here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Joyce has a full-time job. She's always trying to keep the other emotions at bay because she doesn't want any of the memory balls to be any other color but yellow. We got to keep Riley happy. Yeah. Her whole point of existence is keeping Riley happy. Um, mm-hmm. We do find out that emotions can touch a memory ball as it's being, because they can like click on something. You know, the control panel gets bigger as Riley grows up. It's more complex, right? Started yeah. as a single button when she was a newborn. Uh, but they can clickety-clack, clickety-clack, and this memory ball shoots up in front of a projector, and that's how they watch memories. But if another emotion touches it while it's being projected, they can cast their emotion over it. So if it was a really happy memory, sadness can touch, and all of a sudden, oh, And I think that's where we get bittersweet. Well, that's an... Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, what she happens start, with the She with starts to here yeah, and Joy like, no, 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 stop, stop, you know. So it, we get it yeah. hinted yeah. at here, yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, because before this moment, anybody could touch anything and it was fine. But suddenly, now, mm-hmm. actually, we learned that it's only sadness that can do it because other emotions yeah. are playing around with shit all the time and nothing happens. It's only sadness that can yeah. that can change the, the memories. Right? Because they're all yellow. I mean, like, in the in the main terminal yeah. or whatever. They're I mean, yellow. if they were, I think, in control. Because there every once in a while there'd be a the purple core one or, or a red one. The, right. co- the core memories were all yellow, but the yeah. ones when we get the wall. Occasionally there was a purple. Oh yeah, there's plenty of other colors. But none of them could touch something and change it once it was a formed memory ball. Only basically Riley's core is joy. She's just a happy person. Right. That's that's Riley. Um. So now at one point, uh, you know they're they're laying in bed and Joy's Joy's in the mind trying to cheer up sadness and it's you know. Think of this. Oh, that's terrible. Think about this house. Yeah, it's probably rotten. Think about this. Yeah, fucking terrible. You know, and it's a nice interplay between the emotions. Well, no, because she was like walking through the memories. Like, oh, you remember that time we did this? And she's like, yeah, but then after, like when. Oh, yeah. How about this fun family she, memory? Oh, yeah, that's like, after we lost. Water the... came out of nose? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Less... water, milk came out of nose yeah, and it burned so she really remembers bad. remembers the bad part. Yeah. Of it, yeah. she well, but, then, but then we had this great fucking yeah. time where the whole team gathered around us. Yeah, but that was because we lost the game. Yeah, yeah, she was making everything awful because she's <laughs> sadness. Yeah. Well, uh, that, I mean, she just she saw a different side of the situation. I mean, that's all it is—different yeah, emotions. That's right, exactly. Well, and that's kind of what we learned yeah, throughout this movie. That, that's what yeah, this movie yeah. is: is yeah. emotions aren't completely separate things. They're very complex and they interplay a lot. And it's okay and kind of necessary to understand and experience them. So I just wonder where embarrassment is, because I know in most of my memories, there's a healthy helping of embarrassment. Oh, God. I like to lay in bed thinking about all the stupid shit I said and embarrass myself. I think embarrassment on my core memories is basically the Chicago style of pizza. It is just fucking (laughs) oversaturated with it. Yeah, like even (laughs) shit, like I'll go back and I'll think about shit I said in sixth grade. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I cringe at it. It's like, dude... Yeah, these all emotions are great, yeah, but also same. we need to add embarrassment because yeah. that motherfucker has been controlling the board a but lot. Is in an my embarrassment life. an emotion per se? I don't know. What is it? Well, it's it's got to be a mixture of multiple disgust, sadness, it and something anger. I yeah. guess I don't know. It's a emotion embarrassment compound. Is a reactionary thing. Yeah, I think it's fear. No embarrassment. Well, so I think f- it's fear and sadness. It's rooted and- in. Sure. Every, I mean, everything's rooted yeah. in emotions, pride or whatever. But would we yeah. consider yeah. that an emotion no, or no, no, a response? I don't know. The, no, the feeling. No, no it, embarrassment. embarrassment is a response, but embarrassment is usually re- rooted in the emotion of fear. Because you're afraid of perception that you're, you know, you're embarrassed. Well, well sure. then, yeah, I guess then that's fear. Well, then they didn't go on that one. Of course, she's not old. Well, we do yet, get to the point yeah. of the high school dream leader. Right. But yeah, all right. So anyway, <laughs> we, there's one thing I want before we move on too much. Uh, as their their first night in the house, they're laid in the room and they, their headlights like flash through the window right mm. and and then they get scared and we get was that a bear there are no bears in san francisco well i don't know i saw a really hairy guy that looked like a bear <laughs> and i have to say are they making a gay joke <laughs> it's, not, it sounds kind of like it but it's not <laughs> we're in san francisco Whoa, we're talking about hairy guys and bears Damn it. that is the full-on gay joke in this inside out kids movie I would assume, as that's the preferred nomenclature for that, I guess, group of... I don't know. Is that the preferred nomenclature? Yeah, a big, big, so. hairy gay guys or bears? Yeah, so, I guess. They're daddies, okay? No, bears yeah, can be daddies. But bears and daddies are not inherently the same thing. So, so yeah, not all bears are daddies no, no, no. and not it's all daddies are bears. Is that right. how that works? Yeah, right. it's not a square rectangle situation. It's not because that would imply that one is always the other. 
Right. That's not the case. Okay. You can't overlap. It's a Venn diagram. Daddy. A does not equal B, and B does not equal Correct. C. But sometimes A does equal B, and sometimes B does equal C, but it's not the rule. Yeah. All right, moving on. Sometimes A can be seen in the B, but that's neither here nor there. Sometimes the C is in the B. <laughs> now, well, or the A, I guess, depending on what you want to call it. Talk about asses and butts. Yeah, that's if you're if you're, if you're cool. catching yeah, on. Cool. Um, while Joy is busy keeping sadness distracted, the other emotions have taken over. So I like the some of the day's memories are being other colored. I do love the concept. I love how Pixar can take concepts and put them into a physical form right like emotions do form memories you know if you look back on something or even even if there's a song you really like it's probably not that the song is good it's whatever you were what your mood was at the time or who showed you the song or what the situation was when you first heard it it's the memories and the emotions from when you heard it is why you like it so you know what i mean like and so they take that idea and they and they work with it. So this is why this memory is this color, but you can shift it this way. Or uh, just the idea of how Pixar is able to do this so well, it, it's really fucking impressive. And I think I would imagine if someone's like, I want to make a movie where emotions are like actual beings in your head, and we got to deal with it. I would have been like, that sounds like an impossible fucking concept. Like I get it, but Jesus Christ, how would you even pull that off? Yeah, but get I mean, the fuck out of here, you crazy person! It'd be person. real hard to do it in a live action movie, but when you have all, well, right. all that, yeah. So. But just the idea of somehow putting that into a physical form seems like almost impossible. But they pull it off. Yeah, it, oh, it's, no, it's, it's excellent, yeah. and I love that that was the the approach they took to the movie and, and how they how they approach it, how they pull it off, is is really well, cool. I like I like the little details too, where like when she goes to sleep consciously that's where your memories are then kind of downloaded into your long-term memory yeah. and i like that the long-term memory looks like the folds inside the human brain yes it's, yeah when they start walking cool. around yeah it looks like mm-hmm. it looks like the the brain no it is it's funny how like yeah. like okay one of us has got to stay up and watch the dream time or whatever and like jesus how do they make this and I stuff like up the idea, yeah. yeah and i like the idea of you know there's there's little neurons that come by and go well we don't need these memories anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which we get to all yeah we're not quite there yet but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's fucking fantastic so now we get our first day of school and uh joy is like i'm not even taking a fucking chance sadness with your shit here and she gets out a piece of chalk and draws a circle on the floor. It's like you stay right inside of the circle. Do not move from the circle. Uh, fear. Give us a list of all things to worry about. Way ahead of you. Does anybody know how to spell meteor? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like that one. Um, That's a good line. So now during the class, Riley, you know, hey, new student, everybody, get up and tell, get get up and tell us about yourself. Which I fucking terrible. Yeah. I, God, I wouldn't want to do that. I can only I, imagine. I was Damn. in the one Beloit school from kindergarten all the way up, so I'd never had to do this. But we right. did have kids transfer in. It's like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk to people I've known my whole life. And now you're in a new town with people you don't know at all. Hey, why don't you just stand up in front of everybody and give an impromptu presentation? No. How about you fuck yourself? I don't want to do that at all. It sounds no. terrible. And I think that's... As a as a like as an educator, I think you got to take that into consideration. I think a lot of people get lazy with it, but like I think as a teacher, it's your responsibility. Like, okay, I got this new student. You're coming in, pull them aside, be like, hey, where are you from? What do you like to do? 
What are your interests? All these things. And then, then they come in like, all right, here's Nick. He's from Beloit, Kansas, and he enjoys uh, masturbating and you know playing guitar and whatever. And like, <laughs> do the introduction for them. And then and, and ease that tension off of the kids. I mean, yes. that's what you would that should would be do a as an way educator. better way to yeah. do it. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah. okay, yeah. everyone, here's a new student. They don't know any of you or anything, and they're yeah. already having a hard enough time living out of a box for the moment. Let's make them stand up and be embarrassed as fuck. Right. And then you yeah. know the other kids in the class, so you can or be like, even, so, the, you know, Nick's a musician, just like Rachel loves playing piano, and, and this person loves doing yeah. this, and then the, and he also loves or, doing or, or this. And, and yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that would be the better way to approach new students. That way, you're like, okay, these kids might have your same interests. You don't have to say anything. Just, you know, yeah. welcome to the class. All right. You, you're saying or at least. alternatively, just have each of the kids kind of stand and, and say hello and introduce themselves sure. instead of her introduce her, you know. Because the class is a just more tight knit thing. So they could a, all. A, yeah. yeah. A lot of other ways it's to do it as opposed to, hey, kid who's already complete hey. fish out of water and feeling awkward and terrible, why don't you stand up and do the most embarrassing thing you could possibly do? Right. And I even yeah. hate to like the ones that have been in class forever. You hate to do that because there's always the shy kids that don't want to ever stand up and talk. Yeah. And there's no reason to make them do it. So just try to try to keep things moving along and, yeah. <laughs> and make it easy on the kids. Yeah. But yeah, you see that scene was tough, struggling. dude. That, that, that was a tearjerker for me. Yeah. You so, see her struggling through it. So she's trying to talk about Minnesota, you know, like with the lake would freeze over and that's when we'd play hockey and I love playing hockey and, and then she's kind of happy, but then all of a sudden things we'd start go there turning, every weekend. Yeah. Things start turning blue and we turn around, we see that sadness has left the circle and it's touching the memory. She's like, I can't help it. It's so bright. She just always wants to touch it. <laughs> and so now as Riley's talking about home, she's not happy anymore. She starts crying because now she's missing home and missing yeah. her friends there, you know, and now it's not a happy memory. It's. And so, uh, and but it was a core memory. It was her as a kid playing on the frozen lake and like kind of falling and scoring her first goal, and you know, a real core memory. But now sadness has touched it. Now it's blue. So now we got a sad core memory. And I love again how they, when you have a great memory, but then you move and you look back and you're like, God damn it, I miss that. And now you're sad about it. You could be like, Man, that was fun and it brings joy, but it also makes you sad. And how this movie can fucking touch on that is really, really impressive. It, yeah. And this is kind of started hitting me a little harder because, you know, I've, I've uprooted my kids and moved down here to Texas when they were, you know, Jude was actually the age of the person in the movies. You 11. Know, yeah. Around that time. And now my daughter is her age. So, yeah, it was they were going through a lot of the same stuff, new school, all this stuff. So I was like, oh, this is what I did to my kids. What a piece of shit I am. You know? <laughs> Well, and it's starting to touch on the the idea behind this movie is that she's growing up and not necessarily a little girl anymore, and memories are changing and yeah. develop, you know, developing, and and in this case, it's becoming a little sad. Yeah, but also memories aren't ever one emotion or that clear and cut and they're explaining that by sadness not being able to stop touching things so she's always tinging it with sadness and that's how they explain that bittersweet memory stuff um yeah it's it's a cool way to put uh 
superficial cartoon explanation. Yeah, absolutely. Like every memory you have with your grandmother or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a happy memory, but she's dead, and that's the you know. God damn, dude. (laughs) I mean, mean, that's that's way it is. Like all the memories, like like, oh man, all the great memories I had, you know, here are are tinged with sadness because I'm not there anymore or whatever it is, or they're not here with us. All the great memories I have here are tinged with sadness because I have to fucking deal with Anthony all the time. Right, <laughs> I make you. I'm just trying Same. to make you a great songwriter. <laughs> Get back on that folk shit. Um, all right, so now suffering. Hey, suffering makes greatness. Suffering does make great art. That's for sure. I mean, you ever like? It's very rare that you get a super happy man. I'm having a great day. Everything is beautiful. Song where you're just like, "Fuck, that's a banger." It does happen, but it's very rare. Yeah. There's an entire yeah, genre about being pissed off and sad and heartbroken. Multiple genres, but blues especially is what I was thinking of. But like, yeah, that's a way deeper well <laughs> for great art is all I'm saying. Um, I'm going to be a folk singer, but I'm only going to sing about butt stuff. That's, that's going to be yeah. my, my niche. <laughs> I'm going to folk you. I'm going to folk you. Folk you. I'm going to folk you up. Yeah, all right. So now there's a bit of a fight here. Joy's trying to keep everything together, keep everything cool. Uh, sadness, stop touching core memories. Everything's fine. Everything's great. And then on the, there's the vacuum that sucks up memory balls or whatever. The one that they use at the end of the day for all the long term, right? But Joy and Sadness yeah, and, the core, and the core memories get sucked up into the vacuum tube and sent into long-term memory storage. Uh, this is where we see that all of Ryland's islands of personalities are down because they have the core memories with them, so that she's not feeling anything from those islands of personality. She was basically just a shut-down shell of a person. Um, so, also, Joy isn't in, in headquarters or at the control board, so there's no way Riley can be happy right, right now. But she's functioning in a point now where she's in a position, and just like like we would be if you move, like you're a child and you move in this new position, and you know that you have your goofiness, you know you have your hockey, you know you have all these things, but everything is new, and you're not thinking about any of those things because you're faced with this whole new well, situation. Because those are all based on tied to things that you don't right. have anymore, and so all you have is is isolation, which would be fear, and and anger for sure. Right. Uh, not discussed so much, but the I think yeah. it's it's written well that the two emotions that get sucked out are ones that you would I mean you would feel sadness for sure right but she the ones that are left behind in H quarters to run the show while they're out on this adventure are ones that you would feel while you're fucking essentially marooned in a new place yeah and yeah. you're not thinking of your core the- your core values or whatever it is so yeah. no I mean like I said throughout the progression like I tried to to empathize myself with the with with the Riley. And it's like, yeah, I could see that. Like, I don't know that she's necessarily a shell, but she, I mean, at the time, I guess she probably feels like a shell. So it is, yeah, yeah moving forward with that. But yeah. yeah. Well, and those two emotions specifically are, are two of the biggest emotions in the beginning of grief. Joy and so sadness? Yeah. yeah. No, um, fear and uh, anger. Oh, yeah. That's what's yeah. left in her head with something new. So, I mean, it would make sense. She's grieving you know, moving from home, but also, you know, it doesn't help that happiness and sadness is also missing too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they fucking did a great job here. (laughs) (laughs) They really dialed it in. Uh, Now we get, yeah, they did. We get dinner. Uh, The parents are trying to talk to Riley. I love that we get to see their emotions. It's not just Riley that has the emotion characters in their head. The parents do as well. 
It's uh, funny how they're all dialed what in. What I by thought that was interesting, like they yeah. were all basically yeah. like, like, like I think with the mom, it's all like sadness. Like they yeah. all look like sadness, and the dad, they all look like well, anger. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, it's because she's she's led by yeah, she's led by sadness, but it's more developed. It's empathy. She leads by empathy and and that, and dad leads more by anger. Mm-hmm. But it's really not just anger. It's more like protectiveness and anger. And, well, discipline and. Yeah, and discipline. So it's kind of cool how they had the the roles. You know, this is your main. Just like Riley being a happy kid, her her main was joy. So joy, it's kind of yeah. cool if you think about it. Yeah, I, it is a little sad. A little sad that the mother is basically they all took the 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 role of sadness. Like no matter what they were, and a little uh, even more so from a male point of view that uh, you know it's all controlled by anger that they all look like. Anger. Yeah, but is that wrong? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not I think that's what all. it is. Is it's a mirror that? I mean, that's what art is, right? Is if, you actually, like... if you actually read into it, I was reading a little bit, it, which it's you know, it's not actually sadness in mom. It's empathy, but it looks like sadness. Because, like you said, they've developed. They've yeah, they do so develop as, as the might, person grew up. The emotions yeah, did. If do. we're yeah, if we're comparing them to Riley's brain, then yeah, mom would be sad. But that we're not comparing it to Riley's brain. Right. It's kind of cool. Um, I, and they're trying to signal yeah. in the, the I, dad. I thought that's cool, too. The dad's emotions are watching fucking hockey or something. <laughs> yeah. and not even paying attention <laughs> yeah. to what's going on. Which that's also hits a little. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing on the hockey fan. But yeah, everybody's talking at the table. I'm eating my food. And they're like, what do you think? Yeah, they're like, what? What? <laughs> well, and it's funny because they said in certain countries where hockey isn't a big thing, they switched it out for soccer. Soccer, yeah. Yeah. For football. Yeah. I and, that was cool. and I do like when she finally gets his attention, she's like, hey. You don't say that. What? Go to your room. And then the emotions like, "Yep, job handled." Yeah, no, they're nailed it. Down like they got two keys. Down. They, down. they they open what the red button and, and they're waiting to put the, the screens. Put down. Yeah. <laughs> they have to have the two keys turned yeah, at the just same see all time. The yeah. <laughs> the foot is down. The is foot how it, is down. The foot is. <laughs> is that awful. how it goes, dads? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yep. you're both dads. No, it's like it looks like works. a like Houston control from what I you know what I would imagine it being like buzz cuts and mustaches and, and yeah, yeah. Mine's <laughs> mostly uh, angers at the wet bar in the back of my emotional center, just just getting hammered and because uh, I I don't know I don't I don't have much I don't need to discipline too much because she doesn't understand it anyway so. She, yeah, no. She catches her name. If I go Rosemary, she'll stop whatever she's doing and look over and be like, "Good, now you don't have that fucking thing in your mouth anymore." All right, now we can. <laughs> but that's as far as we the discipline goes right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we get you know, the whole. Yeah, put sorry notes notes scrolled back. Also Just love how and the mothers and the mothers' emotions. They're like, we gave up the Brazilian helicopter <laughs> yes. pilot for this. <laughs> And we got to see he's like, like holy amor. Yeah, they put that memory. <laughs> I love that that memory is always in the control room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah always at the ready. Just click of a button. Yeah, I was like, during this time, I'm looking at Melly. I'm like, who is she holding on to? Like, what's that memory for her? I don't know. She'll never tell me. Defoe. <laughs> Defoe. Melanie has the hostile Willem Defoe like nobody I've ever seen. Well, she's heard his legend. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all we all feel yeah. that way. The flunk. When he whips that out. That's... All right. So I just want to see it. I don't really care. <laughs> well, he's such a skinny guy anyway. So even if it's big, it's going to look huge on him, right? Well, that's true. He is a skinny guy. Yeah. All right, back to this kids' movie. 
So dad goes up to the room, he's like, hey, kiddo, you know, sorry, a lot of things are said at dinner, you know, we don't want to be upset with each other, this is hard, you know. As a parent, moving's hard, sorry, kiddo, let's... And he tries to do the monkey act, that's a thing, they go, ooh, 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 and act like monkeys, and that's how they make each other laugh, but Riley just kind of rolls over, because her goofball island isn't working. In fact, we see it, not only is it not working, but it crumbles and falls into this giant pit. It crumbles into the... Into the dump, as they call it, yeah. Now, Joy and Sadness are trying to weave their way back, you know, through long-term memory. Now, when Joy had put Sadness in that circle earlier, she gave her a manual to read. Like, here, keep yourself busy with this. So now Sadness has read the manual on how this whole memory center works. So she's trying to, you need to go right, and then left, and then another left, and then doing all this stuff. And so we're running along, running along, and finally Joy turns around, and we see that as she's been dragging Sadness along, Sadness has had her hand out just touching the entire <laughs> row of memory balls on this. And so there's just this string of blue. Like, now nah, you fucking ruined all these memories and made them all sad. God damn it, Sadness. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop I ruined it. everything. <laughs> God damn it, Eeyore. All right, Eeyore. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is Eeyore. <laughs> fucking depression piece of shit. Uh, who's excited for that Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey movie? Is, is that oh, his, yeah, the horror, that horror like version? <laughs> now that Winnie the Pooh has hit public it's domain, it's like super gory horror, fucking crazy movie where Winnie the Pooh know. just goes yeah. on a killing it's spree. I said that was like I'm those gonna, things dude, to point out. How Eeyore is always depressed, but all of his friends are always still like, hey, let's go out. No, come on. Let's go out. Like they're always still love him and take care yeah. of him and stuff. Like that's a good, that's a good reflection yeah. Yeah, of what a, friends should be. Exactly. Um, this is where we get the memory workers coming along with this giant fucking vacuum, sucking up memories. Vacuum. They don't think are important. I'm like, these are the two guys that get to decide what's important and what's not. Now, let's, <laughs> let's keep chopsticks well, I, and well, heart. I imagine there's a fleet of them. You would heart think, but no. Yeah. One of them is let's Paula keep, Poundstone. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, presidents. We'll keep Lincoln, uh, Washington, and and the fat uh, yeah, one. This one. The rest. They said That's Lincoln, Washington, one. and the fat one, which is Taft, I got to imagine. But yeah. yeah, Chopsticks, Heart and Soul, take the rest. And they're just sucking up all these memories. <laughs> and so when their memories get sucked up, it sends them to the dump, which is a, just a giant hole in the middle of the thing. Like HQ is a tower, like a white, pristine ivory tower that comes up out of the middle of the memory dump, right? And then there are these bridges that come out from it to the five personality islands. And the personality islands are then kind of docked at the, the outer rim, which is where the long-term memory storage is, if that sits us I up. always I always say HQ is kind yeah. of like your brainstem. Sure, yeah. Right, and I think that's how it's all set up, because like you said, the, mm-hmm. the stacks of memories are all like lined up, and they're not in straight rows like a library. No. It's all burnt, bent around to make it look like the creases in your brain. brain yeah. So it's it's... I, I think that, like they said, it's all well done, and I think the well, brain part is is cool. well done as well. Yeah, they definitely yeah. put put thought into it. Um, so I also like these two memory guys. Who are like, yeah, sometimes just for funsies, we send random jingles up to HQ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, there's like, a fucking like Trident the, gum commercial <laughs> that pops up in anger. It's like, God damn it, not the gum commercial again! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's great. It's great because that's true. It's true. Like I said, everything is true. Because I know one thing is for certain is that it, when I'm drunk and in Manhattan, Kansas, all I got to do is call seven seven six five five seven seven. Call us down pizza shuttle. It's in Nick's notes. My Dude, note like- is exact. I just had to show him. In my notes was this is why. I don't know what I had yesterday, but I can remember the pizza shuttle jingle. And you just started. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Like, I will never forget that number. The day will come when I go to Manhattan and call that number and no one answers and I will cry. Oh, yeah. I will cry like, like that's a when That's baby. when Phyllis from that's the office is touching all I of my balls. Yeah. yeah Making them blue. Jingling my balls. I'm going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> I can't get my chicken and cream cheese pizza. Bring it to your door. <laughs> topping it with more. Call us now. Pizza shuttle for yeah. fast and friendly <laughs> delivery. <laughs> pizza the way it's supposed to be. Give us a call and you'll agree. Pizza, pizza shuttle. Pizza for me. The fucked up thing is that they had the exact same jingle in Lawrence that had a different number. And I'm like, no, fuck you. 7765577 sounds better. Yeah. And then there's the, the, the local dominoes. Gotta be, gotta be dominoes. 7767788877. Yeah. Dude, uh, Queen ripoff. They You'll never go sued. hungry. You'll never go hungry in Manhattan, yeah. Kansas. No. I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then, well, I'm uh, learning about you guys. Yeah. So then Riley gets mad because you know anger's in control. <laughs> uh, because her team back home got a replacement player. She's like zooming or skyping with a friend back home. Yeah, we got a new player. She's like, meh, 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 and slams her computer shut, and that there goes Friendship Island. Now that crumbles down into the pit. <laughs> And so uh, Joy and Sadness still on their quest. This is where we meet Bing Bong. Riley's Bing Bong. Bing Bong. I've got the, the tail of a cat, the body of an elephant, and I'm also part dolphin. <laughs> what? Mostly, mostly no, cotton head, candy. No, no, no. Yeah. Mostly, <laughs> yeah, mostly cotton candy. candy. Body. Mostly the cotton head candy. Is the elephant. And then part yeah. dolphin. They're like, what? And he goes, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we went through this phase uh, where animals were really cool. Voiced yeah, by Richard dogs. Kind, Oof. the the fucking legend, Richard Kind. God, Richard I love kind, that they yeah. kept this whole character secret too. They didn't give this. this no, at all. yeah, Bing Bong was Bing Bong was a shocker. Bing Bong, Bing Bong, and Man, you know, it's funny though because as soon as he showed up, everybody's like Bing Bong. Like, yeah, even like when I was because this was one of the rare movies that almost everybody in my family watched with me. Jude did not. My son did not. But. Melanie and, and Carolina were both like super excited. And like as soon as he was about to come on, they're both like bing bong, bing bong. Yeah. Like, fucking like, love bing bong. <laughs> and well, like I imagine had an imaginary friend too when I was little. Yeah, you have imaginary friends. And then as you grow up, they get pushed back. So that's why he's just kind of floating around the long term memories. He's not <laughs> Mine not... doesn't get pushed back. So you're a grown ass man and that's how he got left. Loves to bring him around. <laughs> I got an imaginary friend and I don't know where he went, but I keep searching at the bottom of every bottle for him. <laughs> It's got what dark fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Jesus. Well, I don't Jesus. want him to drown. Do you want to talk? Yeah. That's why I drink so fast. So he's sad that he's kind of useless right How now. How do you really feel? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Not when my friend Whiskey's here and he yeah. ain't imaginary. I got two friends. I got. I brought my friend John Walker and his friend's black and red. <laughs> George Thurgood. God bless you, George Thurgood. Yeah. <laughs> right. And his uh, brothers, Blackie and, and Red. But <laughs> I drink alone. <laughs> anyway, so Bing Bong is all sad. He's like, I feel useless now. And Joy's like, no, hey, I always look for the best in everything. And I promise if we can get back to HQ, I'll make sure Riley remembers you. It's like, great. Well, well, let's just take the train of thought, which I love the train of thought. God damn it. I Brilliant. love the yeah. train, train of thought. <laughs> Awesome. Well, you just hop on the train of thought. That always goes right to HQ. God, that's how we get our deliveries every day. Of course, the train. Let's do that. Well, let's take this shortcut through. Here's abstract thought. Uh, I love it. Are you sure we should go through there? Yeah, look. D-A-N-G-E-R. That spells shortcut. Let's go. 
<laughs> yeah, because this this imaginary friend was developed when she was three, so yeah. obviously he can't, can't spell. spell. And so all right, escape. They yes, fragile. No, so they run through this door that's the abstract thought door, which is fine, except for a couple of guys come along and are like, yeah, let's fire this up, burn out they whatever. Also, they had the imaginary bag, like because yes. she wanted to hold those oh, balls. That's right. and he was like, well, I got my bag. Is it will it fit in there? And they dumps out like. A hundred balls and a boot and a guitar or whatever. And, yeah, all those <laughs> random. So this is the magic bottomless bag. Yeah, he's like, hey, well, it fit. It's imaginary. Sure, it'll fit. Yeah, and then they put all in the bag, all the balls in there. So but... now she can carry the because she doesn't have to have an armful of these core memory balls. She can put yeah. on this. Which was in the genius magic for Pixar to get get those out of her arms. So oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically <laughs> Felix's bag, magic bag. Yeah. Um. So they're in there, and then these guys come along, and they yeah. want to fire up the abstract yeah, thought cool. machine because. They were wanting to burn out the like they basically have to fire it up to burn out whatever to make room for more thoughts. It's like a like yeah. an incinerator, Abstract I guess, thought. or something. So when they fire it up, all of a sudden the uh, the animation style completely changes. They all look like Picasso paintings, and they're all blocky and weird, and and then they look like yeah two dimensional, and yeah, they can't they, figure out how to get out of the door. It's we're two it's dimensional. That's stage three. High. Yeah. Was that at least? It's basically you on acid. <laughs> Oh, well, no, well, no. I, I've had a hell of an acid trip and didn't look anything like this. <laughs> That's just that my experience. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure all experiences are different. Yeah. Everybody does acid different. Acid does everybody different. So, um, and they finally do get out. They, what, will do you in any way it wants to. Yeah. After two dimensional, they go non figurative. Yeah, so just shapes abstract. placed yeah. together, basically, yeah. And they do finally make it out. And I like Bing Bong goes, that was dangerous. They should put up a sign. <laughs> 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 they do say while they're in there, like, they're two-dimensional. One of them says, I'm like, oh, no, it was Bing Bong. He's like, I'm lacking depth <laughs> because they were two-dimensional. <laughs> it's great. Um, after abstract thought comes imagination land, much different than the South Park. When they went to Imagination Land. Yeah. <laughs> a lot different. A lot less offensive, that's for sure. Uh, this yeah. is where we meet the imaginary boyfriend. <laughs> He's like, you would know me. I'm from Canada. Fucking great. I love it. <laughs> the whole, I mean, because that's the, yeah. the trope, right? Oh, yeah, you they're, they're from Canada. They live in Canada. Or they go yeah, to another Yeah, yeah, the school. boyfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah, they go to a different school. Oh, yeah, you would like know they're from a different school. Yeah. Um. So we meet that in imagination. And so now Riley tries out for the local team, local hockey team. They also roll out saying, I'd do anything for Riley. Yeah. I'd die for Riley. And then they get there from yeah. Canada. Sorry. Yeah. I'd die yeah. for Riley. Did you, did you, say, you didn't say that, did you? No. no. Okay. But that does come into play. But that does come into play. So, I so now Riley's trying out for the local hockey team, but the other emotions are really struggling to kind of run the ship without joy. So her audition is, or her audition, Jesus. Her tryout, try kind of try out, fucking musicians. Her uh, tryout is a complete shit show. <laughs> it starts good. She's got the puck. She's heading down, and then yeah, she's forgetting all of her hockey hockey knowledge because Hockey Island is crumbling. Yeah, and now here's where I'm like, how come yeah. they can throw up? They can all throw up memories and touch them without changing them, but sadness can't. Sadness is the one that can touch them and it changes. But if fear grabs a memory ball, it doesn't turn purple. It didn't. Yeah, they were all handling them, and it wasn't. yeah, nothing it's, changed. It's, yeah, only sadness. Because, changes. I think it's because this is kind of the age in which child development, your emotions become um, more in not enriched, more complex. Complex. Thank you. Ingrained. So for her, 
and usually it's the opposite of whatever emotion so for joy it would be sadness so right now she's learning the complex complexity of joy and sadness i think that's where they're getting at well she's about to it's like a hamburger dime there's two sides to everything (laughs) just like a hamburger (laughs) um so like as they're going along (laughs) bing bong is dismayed at all things everything's destroyed Oh my God! The House of Graham Crackers and Princess Castle and the stuffed animal Hall of Fame, which is the giant teddy bear they cut the head off and it falls. The girl's like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> no, even my rocket. His he has a rocket, a little rocket sled. It's powered by song. Bing bong, bing, and it's just like kind of shit and rainbow a little bit puttering out. And then, nope, into the pit, dumping into the pit. Yeah. No, there's still magic in there. Don't dump my rock. Ah, and they dump it all. Now sadness comes up. Joy's trying to be like, it's okay. We can figure this out. And Bing Bong's just sitting there defeated. And sadness comes up and sits next to him. He's like, Because yeah. they were going to go to outer space on that rocket. Yeah, right? they were going to go yeah. to the moon. He's right. going to take her to the moon. We yeah. were going to go to the moon. Um, and sadness helps console him. He's like, man, they took that rocket away from you. That's really rough. Yeah. That's really sad. Now you and Riley can't. Meanwhile, Joy is getting all frustrated and annoyed. Yeah, Joy's getting annoyed, but sees like sadness just sitting here talking to him. Like, holy fuck, how did you do that? Well, sometimes people just need to feel things, and you need to acknowledge your feelings. So, uh, big lesson here for Joy. Like, I guess it can't be all happy all the time, right? Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. Bing Bong's like they sit there and they're sad for a while. He's like, well, all right, better keep going. You know? yeah, I <laughs> like, guess we need to move on now. Yeah, you just needed to feel it and work through it. You can't. He needed to sit in that emotion, push it to the side, and try to find, try to be happy. Sometimes you just need to feel shit, and emotions are fine, and it's okay to have them and feel them. So then we get to the train, and I do love to get on the train. It's like, oh no, I knocked over these boxes of facts and opinions. How we keep them apart? Ah, they're so similar anyway. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Throw them back in his box. This is 2015. I was, I like, how how heavy is that? <laughs> like, like, the facts no- and opinions <laughs> joke was fucking brilliant. Well done. Whoever wrote that joke, fucking yeah, well no, done. No, no, genius. I did, we need to send them a friggin' plaque from the rewatch party. <laughs> rewatch plaque of yeah. acknowledgement. Yes. It wasn't even a joke, though. That's the, what makes it amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now Riley goes to sleep, which stops the train. They're like, God damn it. Can't catch a break. Um, Anger, back up in HQ, decides, fuck it. And he grabs this bulb. And I love the, you know, because it's an idea bulb. We're going to run back to Minnesota. That's where our core memories were formed. We got to make new ones. We're going back. And he's threatening, he's just carrying this light bulb around, threatening to put it back in the control panel and, and put this idea of running away in her head. Disgust is like, maybe we should sleep on that. Yeah, uh, so now our group has to be back on foot because the train is shut down. We head through Dream Productions, very much Hollywood movie set. There's like the unicorn, rainbow unicorn, and and Joy's like, I loved you in whatever Dream number seven, and I just, I love you, yeah. I love you. Yeah. like uh, some celebrity thing. And there's a whole film crew, like we got this great script, and here's the dream for tonight, and we're filming this, and uh, it's put fucking. A, put on the reality filter. The reality filter is great. This whole thing is fucking awesome. Did we all? Uh, did we miss the part on the train when they were talking about? Oh, there's all these things like, and there's deja vu, and then they'd mention more things. Like, oh, yeah. and there's deja, deja vu, vu, and yeah. they yeah. mention more things. Like, oh, and there's deja, deja vu. vu. <laughs> 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 
that was a good one. I like that. Um, yes, I, I was just trying to cut ahead, but yeah, sorry. That, yeah, that no, good. I just I like that gag. That's that was funny. a fucking great gag. So now they decide they want to interrupt the dream to wake Riley up because if Riley wakes up, the train will move, right? And they need to get the train moving again. So they're trying to do it, but they fuck it up. Of course, uh, they are in the the two person horse costume. <laughs> There's and a dog. There's a dog costume. Or dog costume. Dog. And then they, they come apart. Yeah. There's a reality screen. And the reality to make it screen all looks like the, yeah. makes it look like a dog was just cut in half. And so it, it turns into this nightmare. And uh, just to back it up, but the reason why they're in Dreamland is they're trying to wake Riley up so that the train of thought will just right. go Yeah, right. I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. She, like, she needs to wake there's up that reality the screen. I love yeah. how when the dog, when they came apart, it looked like there was dog guts on either yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. Uh, so as they fuck it all up, they're like, oh, they're fucking with the dreams. They're not in the script. Rest them. And so being- well, and before, like, Sadness is like, well, we have to scare her awake because bad dreams will wake her up. And yeah. Joy's like, no, we're not going to do that shit. Yeah. We're going to make it so happy she wakes up. And like, that's not how it works. That's definitely that, not how it works. And then they turn a works. dream into a nightmare. And it's like, holy shit, that is what works. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? there's a half a dog running around chasing its own ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bing Bong gets arrested with the core memories. He has the bag with him. Uh, joy and sadness head into the subconscious. Now, in the subconscious, they do find Bing Bong in a balloon cell, like a cell made out of balloons. That's <laughs> yeah. sitting on the gut of a giant clown. Yeah, it's like the what force of fears or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's broccoli and all kinds. That's of... That's the core of it. It's yeah. a big fucking clown. Yeah, <laughs> fucking clowns. And so they're trying to get him out without. Disturbing kind, but every time they touch the cell, of course, it's balloon, so it's just, grish, grish, just squeaking rubber <laughs> noise, right? Um, so they get him out, and we still need to wake up Riley. How do we do that? There's also the guards to this place are yeah. fighting over whose hat they're wearing. They're like, well, this one's written aside, it's my hat. And this one's like, well, this one says my hat too. Yeah. So they both wrote my hat on the inside yeah. of their hats. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Which apparently was a throwback to Waiting for Godot, an old play. Oh. I have not read, but apparently there's something, there's a hat joke in that. <laughs> um, but, uh, so they finally, they're like, well, we got to wake up this giant fucking clown. That's how, that's how we're going to wake Riley up. And they get this clown up and he starts chasing him, interrupts the dream. Of course, Riley wakes up because she was having a fucking dream about school. And of course, yeah, the, the whole, oh no, we don't have any underwear on. It, or we don't have pants yeah. on. We're in our underwear in school, mm-hmm. that whole thing. But clown comes it's in, awesome. wakes Riley up, train starts running, and Joy's like, God damn, sadness. I should listen to you more often. <laughs> You're right. Turns out turns out that was right. Uh, but anger's impatient. He puts the plan in motion. Puts that fucking idea bulb in the control panel. In her head. Get her we're running away. So now she's looking into bus tickets. Goes downstairs. But what I like is that see, they were like, well, let's see if she takes the idea and actually goes with it. So... She could have the idea, and it could yeah. sit there, and and nothing happened, or it could actually load, and it it actually it that's kind of the free will part of it, cool. I think, like because you can put the bulb yeah. there, but sure. if if it doesn't get sucked in, then it doesn't take. If it right. gets sucked in, then yeah. then it takes, yeah. and it and it takes, and she starts looking at bus yeah. tickets. She goes down and steals. It's her like monitor. those intrusive thoughts that you have sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool how they did that. I'm like, oh, I like that. Hmm. So she uh, gets her credit card. Gets the mom's credit card to, to buy these plane, or bus tickets, right? And um, there goes Amnesty Island. 
Yeah. And then it goes on to the island. And also, apparently, that causes the train of thought to fall off the rails. Or, more so, the rails disappear. And it just all falls into the pit. The whole train, everything. So we get... Uh, as it's falling, you know, they, they were able to get out of it and get on the, the, the bank. Um, out of the... The brain the bank. bank. The brain, brain bank. But all this time we kept talking about the pit. I kept I can't can't help but think about Parks and Recreation bringing up Amy Poehler. <laughs> I feel in the pit. I feel in the pit. <laughs> the Chris Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt song. Yeah. <laughs> I feel in the pit. Pit. Anyway, so they make it off the train, but Joy finds out about Riley's plan to run. I don't know how she finds out that Riley's planning to run away. I think one of the memory guys are coming along like, oh yeah, we're running away from home. She's like, what? Oh, yeah, I don't even remember that part at all. So she uh, find they find a recall tube. The tube at the end of every like bookshelf of long-term memories that is how you can recall and get you back to HQ because that's how you, oh my God, I haven't thought about that forever. You know, every once in a while you recall a long-term memory. So she gets to the recall too, but as sadness tries to get in, everything starts turning blue. She's like, "No, you can't! Sorry, it's for Riley. You can't make everything sad. Fuck off!" And like, strands her, just, Re- just yeah, reconnects yeah. the tube and just fuck like, you, bitch, and, and sucks her way back. You know? But as you know, an instant karma because as soon as she leaves sadness behind, the the tube breaks apart and she falls down into the pit. Yep. Now, so, now her and Bing Bong. Her are and Bing Bong are down in the yeah. bottom of this pit. Bing Bong. Yeah. Like shoots out the top, fires off over the pit, falls. Uh, memories must be soft because it feels like that <laughs> fall into the pit would kill anybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, These aren't crystal balls; they're pillow balls, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And they're down there, and you pillow can see that. As we're down in the bottom of this pit, uh, you know, memories after they're down there long enough turn gray, and then they, they disappear into Thanos dust. Dust. <laughs> Everything yeah. just starts like snap, yeah. sh- sh- Thanos snap dusting away, and um, that that I, that idea of somebody trying to recall a memory for you, and you're like, nope. nope. And that's she what gone. happens is that dust. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of that due to Jack Daniels. <laughs> Not much of it due to me, with Jack Daniels. Either. Yeah, a lot of Jameson memories. Yeah, it raised. I don't drink a lot of Jack Daniels anymore. A lot of Jameson. Yeah. yeah, I don't like Jack Daniels. Yeah, I'll take my friend Jameson though. He'll take care of me. Yeah, until he doesn't. <laughs> so now Joy's He's down never there. Never done me wrong. Joy's down there feeling all upset, experiencing her own emotions. And I don't know if they want to go inside the emotion head to find that the emotions have emotion characters. But Joy is finding her way through all of these. She's been pissed <laughs> off. She's felt anger. She's definitely felt fear. She's now feeling sadness. I'm sure she's felt disgust at some point, but. She's now sad because she can't be up there to make Riley happy. She knows that now there's been two days that yeah. Riley hasn't been able to be happy. And and so she's like, I fucking failed. Everything's terrible. Uh, she does find the bag or finds all these forgotten memories and realizes that memories can be sad and happy. This is where it clicks, that it doesn't have to be one thing. Yeah, she's looking she through. Well, she's looking through she like spins the- it, right? And as she spins it, she can... Yeah. Turn it and it goes a bit blue, but she can turn it back and it's yellow. And she's like, "Oh, because you can be happy inside about the same thing. Memories can be multiple emotions, right?" And to an extent, it's like she's looking through these forgotten memories of the, of of Riley crawling around and being a baby and all these times. Uh-huh. And then she's a bit sad about how those were past time. I would assume, like, yeah. like that's that's the way that it is. The memories are bittersweet, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So that's where, yeah, the big realization. 
Because she has the happy memory of like the whole team hoisting Riley up in the air, and it's yay, 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 yay. But as she rewinds a little bit, it was Riley sitting in this tree being sad because she missed the final goal and lost the game, and her parents had to come and sit next to her and console her because she was so sad. She's like, oh my God, yeah. And if I go fast forward, it becomes happy. You know, oh Jesus, like it's almost like they all pertain to each other. Weird. Um, So then she gets this great idea. She remembers that the rocket was thrown down into the pit. Rockets down in the pit. <laughs> yeah. If a radio flyer with brooms. <laughs> with brooms. Attached. Yeah. Right, and yes. so she just starts singing, bing bong, bing bong. Who's the guy who loves to play? Bing bong. And she starts singing because music is what powers the rocket. And it fucking lights up. And, and bing bong is also there. Like, we can't do anything. We're here. And then yeah, she's, he's, she's here. singing. And he's, he instantly picks up. He's like, bing bong, bing Yeah. He's like, bong. oh my God, you're goddamn right. <laughs> And so there's this pit is full of nothing but memory <laughs> balls. These two characters, a rocket and a ramp out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. A I mean, convenient ramp. There's memory ramps. Everybody memory ramps. That. Yeah. It's, a, it's like the Excite Bike. You just exactly. fucking build a ramp in there. Nailed it. Nailed it. So they're, they keep trying to ramp it and fall. It just keeps powering out of magic right before they can reach the rim. Don't quite get the rim job. And so... <laughs> Good Third. way to preface yep. a very emotional scene. <laughs> yeah. <coming up. laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're rim jobbing, right? So, now, yeah, hold we're, on. We're going now for the rim job. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that you and an imaginary <laughs> elephant dolphin are trying to get a rim job. <laughs> and the Jesus. third try is their bing bong bing bong. He's the one who loves to play bing bong. And before bing bong. they're even lining up, bing bong's like, "I think you got this one." Like you're like, no, "God damn it, it, bing bong, you son it. of a bitch! Don't you do it? Don't you do it? Don't, don't you do it?" it. And of course, as soon as they're about to hit the ramp, he bails out to get the added weight out because physics matters in memory land. Yeah. It's a fucking rocket <laughs> with brooms powered by song and And he rainbows. tells her before he goes, he's like, sing louder. You got to sing louder this yeah. time. Because he's like, she can't hear me bailing out and my tears mm-hmm. and your tears. <laughs> and the viewer's you sad tears. sack of shit. <laughs> so she finally makes it. And as she gets up to the rim and lands, she looks back and he's down there and he goes... Take her to the moon for me. <laughs> and everybody cries. Oh my just just God. dark tears. And in fact, Richard Kind couldn't even record the line without crying. <laughs> like even in the studio. Yeah. I'm about to cry right now. Yeah. That shit was friggin' God. emotional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> me too, dude. Sad as shit. Just he sacrificed himself for the greater good of Riley. This is a goddamn cartoon. And I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I don't even care. I'm crying. I'm fucking crying yeah. now. <laughs> I know. I was telling Anthony when I got here this morning, I was like, I guess uh I guess being a dad has fucking matured me quite a bit because I don't even try to hide crying anymore. Like, yeah, I'm fucking crying. What? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> crying my whole family, like my daughter and my wife, and they're both just crying. I'm like, yeah, you guys are crying. It's dusty in here. It's all <laughs> dust. <laughs> no, no you, need to, you need to dust this place. Yeah. I think I need, need a hole in that drywall right over there. I think we need... <laughs> no, it's sad as shit. Bing Bong sacrifices himself. with the greatest... Yeah, and we never actually get him back. No, nope. like you'd think once you got to the mainland or you know the main nope. parts, you'd be like, "Hey, Bing Bong, everybody remember Bing Bong? Let's bring him back." Nope, can't. Nope. He's he, like, "Fuck that guy." He's turned to dust. He's Thanos yeah. dust now. Thanos dust now. So yeah, he's yeah. No Iron Man, bring him back. Nope. He's just a figment mm. of her imagination. <laughs> a moment so. of silence for Bing Bong. <clears throat> Bing Bong. So now Riley gets on a bus, and her mom's calling because they're like, "Well." She doesn't even go to school. Uh, you know, gets her bus tickets. And mom's like, she's not even home yet. Trying to call her cell phone. She's ignoring it. Um, so now the family island is crumbling. And uh, 
Joy's out of the pit, but back on the wrong side of it. She's back on the complete other side of the motherfucker. Like, how did you ramp up the wrong way? Yeah, you should have. That well, all the ramps are pointing that way. Right. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I, at least you're out. Okay, I can't do shit from down there. So she's out, but she's yeah, out, out, back yeah. on the long term memory side of shit. God damn it! Does find she's trying to find sadness. She's like, oh my god, I can't find sadness. Where are you? Where are you? Oh, look at this long line of blue colored. <laughs> well, she's like, if balls. I was sadness, what would I do? And then she's like, oh, my legs don't even work. I'm so yeah. sad. And then she looks down, and there's just blue balls. All the way down the line. Like you just been kissing with your high school girlfriend all night and she ain't getting in them pants. <laughs> just blue balls as far as the eye can see. And so she follows the blue balls and finds sadness and is like, hey, you were right. Sadness is important. You were, you've been right this whole time. You've been great. You're awesome. I'm sorry. Joy's a piece of shit. Happiness sucks. Um, so <laughs> now, back at, now back at HQ, the... the and, and then emo was born. Yeah, <laughs> and the, now everybody has everybody has to listen to American Aquarium. Or, no, uh, who was the fucking shitty? I don't guy? know who listens to that shit. I don't know. <laughs> Not American Aquarium. That's a I do Texas country <laughs> band. But uh, so now the control panel is blacking out because Riley's just she's lost her five islands of personality. Uh, fear doesn't know or anger and you know they don't know how to run shit everything everything's shutting down Riley is turning into a husk um, and we do see that there was a cloud city you know there were clouds and and, and yeah, yeah sadness yeah. took a bit of an imagination land or whatever yeah. an imagination so sadness was able to take a chunk out of a cloud building and is flying away on it just crying on her little cloud of sadness and Joy's like okay I got this great idea it makes copy paste thousands of these imaginary boyfriends. It keeps saying, I'd die for Riley. Oh yeah, would you? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. So she sets open the magic bag at the end of this conveyor belt and it's like an I love Lucy bit. Just all these imaginary boyfriends fall into this fucking magic sack. <laughs> While she, uh, oh, God damn it. What a, she goes and does something and just leaves a sack there. So just, Imaginary boyfriends and Bing Bong's magic sack. Just words I never thought I would say. <laughs> Bing uh, Bong's magic sack. <laughs> and so then she takes it over and dumps them all out into this giant stilt, basically. Yeah, like I, I think she turns the sits on the, turns it over and sits on, on it. it. Yeah. So she's then, like sitting on all of Riley's boyfriend's faces and then shoots yeah. off into space, Thousands as you do them. when you sit on a good face. That's right. <laughs> Take you right to the moon. That's right. You ready to go to the moon, baby? So <laughs> true. She uses this stilt made out of boyfriends to get across the gap, hit some platform that's apparently a trampoline. Because it bounces her up into the air. She of course, flies. yeah, because it bounces her. Yeah. It bounces her it, way it, up. It is now. And she flies through the cloud and grabs sadness as she gets through the cloud. And they happen to land at HQ and just like Against the window. Uh, against the window, Splat. like a bug on a windshield. <laughs> like John McClane trying to bust through that window, hanging onto a fire. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but they don't have a gun to shoot yeah. it. Right, for. right. And so now they're there on the window and, and disgust. It's like, oh, we got to get them inside, so we got to get them inside. And she starts talking shit on anger and riling him up so his head fucking bursts into flames. And then she holds yeah. him like a... 
torch cutter. Yeah, basically, yeah, except blows it out. <laughs> the window that they're laying against, she's like, let's use high-intensity heat to blow this window out. <laughs> and blows the window maybe out. The, so maybe the window next to them, yeah, and then they kind of creep over. That yeah. would have been the smarter move, but no. Anyway. Yeah, no. They're just so, emotions. What do you want from yeah. them? So they, they do are <laughs> able to get inside, and they're like, Joy, you've got to save the day. And she's like, no, not me. Sadness, Sadness is the one who can do it. Okay, somebody fucking hurry up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so Sadness just walks up. I was like, well, first off, let's unscrew this this idea bulb. Let's just get that right out of here. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck God, did this one? This is wrong. Yeah, we should have thought of that. We, we should have thought of that. <laughs> Putting it in caused this. Maybe pulling it out would have fixed Taking it. Taking it out. Yep. Maybe we should have thought. Yep. Yeah. So this is where Riley like yeah. freaks out on the yeah. bus. Like, hopefully you're listening to this, Lewin Davis. Pull out, you son of a bitch. What <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch? Uh, yeah. So Riley does get off the bus and makes her way back home. And uh, now Joy gives sadness the core memories. It's like here you get to put them back in the the magic display thing. And uh, as she's putting it back in, Riley gets back home and the parents are talking to her. And this is where Riley just breaks down. It's like, I miss home. I miss hockey. I miss all my friends. I'm just, I'm fucking sad. All right. And they're yeah. like, she's apologizing for being sad. I yeah. know you need me to be happy, but I am not happy. Yeah. Cause they just, they keep saying, we just need you to be happy. We'll power through. Our dad's work is doing something. We just need to be happy. And she's like, I know you always need me to be happy, but I am not happy. I'm very sad right now. And I know you're mad about it. Yeah. And they're like, no. No, we're not mad. Holy shit. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty mad. You got on a bus and tried to leave town. Yeah. You should have told me this before you got on the fucking bus. Yes. <laughs> Maybe next time let's talk first. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not not mad. But again, emotions are complex. Yeah, but even just talking about the scene, I'm starting to well up because it is it's a very emotional scene where she's just finally it's, it's, it's a tough scene. Yeah, it's like, God damn it. I'm not fucking happy, and I'm sad, and I'm just going to be fucking sad. So uh, I, sadness had to be in charge to get this across to her parents. Um, this fucking movie and the fucking feeling. It's a movie about feelings. Who would have thought it would make you fucking feel feelings? But Right. So now Joy and Sadness made a new core memory together. It's multicolored, like a gobstopper. <gasps> multicolored. Gobstoppers yeah. on the outside are usually just Everyone Well, as you, as you suck them, they... But yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you suck them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you suck on something, usually that's what happens. Um, Family Family Island comes back, but it's even bigger and more involved now. There's more to Family Island, and all of her personality islands are coming back better than ever. Um, And we cut to a fully functioning new Riley, and all of her new memory balls are multicolored because emotions can work together it's not just one yeah. thing and at the a con- time but the control board is also seat for board. everybody yeah it, and it's way bigger which, which is also, what the parents yeah the were. parents had those which that's just you're maturing and your emotions more emotions exactly. come into play yeah um, and so all the lo- things that make you a key person also have their own little islands off of their key yeah. islands yes, yes. so everything's I'm, more complex everything's getting yeah. more complex I have a wide control board they're all controlled by anger but there it's there's a bunch <laughs> of angers there uh, so also the memory guys are back they're the ones that installed the new control speaking of voice one was uh, Paula Poundstone the other one John Ratzenberger yeah that's it Ratzenberger Ratzenberger and old Cliff Clavin yeah. good old Cliff Clavin, Clavin. Uh, so now Riley's on a team there Right, she's on. Finally, made the local hockey team, even after her failed audition. 
tryout. Try Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the parents are there in face paint showing full support. She even she's like, don't do this. And like, no, whatever. Woo! Woo! Riley! Yeah! Full support, face paint, crazy sports fans. And all of their emotions, the dad emotions are, are like, this is the greatest idea ever. Mom emotions are going to fucking love this. And it cuts to mom emotions like... This is the best idea he's ever had. <laughs> we might fuck him tonight. Yeah, they even like. I don't think we need this we memory just, mark. And they throw, and they throw the, the Brazilian helicopter. helicopter pilot. But then fear jumps up. It's like, well, we'll just keep it we'll just, keep, case. just in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. Um, so all is well. Everything's great. Um, we do get the credits as we get memory jokes. Uh, all these random people, like any person walking them. down the street, and we go inside their head and see their fucking memory slash emotion joke. Even animals, like the dogs. I love the cats when we cat. go in the cat head, and the cats are just like standing on each other. Yeah, like, nobody's giving a shit nobody's about it. Nobody's even operating the control board at all. <laughs> Nothing matters. Um, <laughs> the dogs are all just like, what can make them happy? The like, they're like, yeah. Shit. Yeah, it, it's funny. Yeah. It's it's a it's better than like a Marvel mid credit scene or something. It's just a whole bunch of good little gags during the credits. Yeah, um, that pertain to nothing. And we're not trying to set up more sequels. We're not trying to tie a universe together. We're just having some fun little fun little yucks during the credits here. Uh, it's and it's instead, of a pre, <laughs> instead of the pre Pixar yucks, you get the post Pixar yucks. Uh, I do like the super emo girl with like the hair covering half the face. Whatever. Oh yeah, one of the popular girls from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, the emotions are like, can they tell if we're being fake? Can they tell if we're being fake? Do we, are we being fake? Can they see us? Of course they can't see us. We're wearing eyeshadow. Yeah, they all and, know we're a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so insecure. Love, my favorite line is, being cool is so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, anyway, that's, that's, that's the end of it. So... Uh, that 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 wraps up inside out. Let's let's go around and give our thoughts and rewatchability. Manny. Manny over there. You were you were feeling pretty hard during this episode. You wanna you wanna talk about it, bud? <laughs> Damn, this movie makes you feel things that you don't really feel on a daily basis. It's yeah. a really fucking good movie, man. Pixar never misses. I actually was watching it live as this episode was going on, so like <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was like, and it was cool because like we were when in certain parts we were like, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm like, I'm crying right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great movie, loved it, absolutely, absolute rewatch. Like I said, Pixar just never misses, man. They do such a great job. They're awesome. so absolute, yeah, rewatch. All right, Elise. Uh, this this is a rewatch for me. I this is one of the. I mean, I'm not always big on every Pixar movie. I, I you know, I have my picks. The Incredibles were great, and um, but not really my cup of tea. But this type of uh, Pixar movie was my cup of tea because every time you watch it, this is like my fifth or sixth time watching it. I'm still picking up kind of random Easter eggs, so it's definitely one of those movies you keep watching and you keep going, Oh, that's really cool how they did that. Oh, that's because of this. Oh, I'm feeling all sorts of things now. (laughs) So yeah, this is a good rewatch for me. All right. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it came out in 2015. So I'm sure the first time I watched it probably wasn't too long after it came out and I got kids and, and so I'd watch it with the kids and stuff. And and honestly, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Probably the first time I watched it, I wasn't exactly giving it the attention that it deserved. I was just phoning it in, spending time with my kids, eating popcorn and being like, all right, whatever you guys want. So, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I watched it again. Yeah, no, it's a, it's man, this is a really good movie. And, and all the Pixar's, the ones that we've rewatched and stuff, 
Like some of them are deeper than others. I think this one really, really does a good job of lightheartedly diving deep into our emotions and stuff. And and it, yeah. like I'm not saying they explain our feelings, but they they try to reverse engineer our feelings, and they I think they do a pretty good job of it. And yeah, no, this is definitely this is not one I kept dry eyed about. And as a, a man that tries to be a manly, I don't try to be a manly man. I don't give a shit. I was I there. I did not have dry cheeks throughout the entire thing. Yeah. So uh, no, this is a good movie. And man, it's it's definitely a watch rewatchable movie. Yeah. Uh, well, as you again, it said. Uh, when I got here this morning, before we started recording, first thing I had to do this morning was fix a bunch of drywall. Because, you know, man emotions, you just got to start punching holes in walls and shit. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't even remember. I saw this, you know, before, obviously, I only have a one-year-old, and this came out in 2015. So, uh, I, I don't know, probably just because Pixar is probably going to be entertaining. That's what they do. But, yeah, it's... You're going to fucking cry. You're going to cry. I don't care how fucking tough you think you are. You're going to cry. They do such a great job of putting visuals to emotions and a, a sort of explanation, not not like a creation explanation, but just a, a building a story and, and making a world in which emotions are tangible things, and they can explain how bittersweet works. They can explain how memories are one way and become another thing. Now, is it honestly because your emotions are in your brain going on adventures? No. But it's it's just cool how they, they put it into a movie and, and explain it for this world anyway. Uh, it's It seems such a high highbrow concept nothing I would ever want to try to undertake because Jesus, how would you even fucking possibly convey that? And they do. And they knock it out of the fucking park. It's fantastic. Um, I would like to say that this is just something because Laura loved it. And that's why it's in the movie collection. Cause Laura loves kid. No, I fucking love this movie. This movie's awesome. This movie's great. Yeah. And dude, it's if you're watching this movie and you're like, I'm a manly man and I'm not going to cry or this doesn't make me cry or fuck that movie. You know, fuck you, dude. If you're not secure Get enough the fuck to sit, over yourself. if you're not secure enough and yeah. and who you are to feel the emotions that you have, don't call yourself a man. This is yeah, a fucking good right. movie. It's a it's a good movie to watch with your kids. The only people that worry, I don't, I can't imagine how insecure you would have to be to 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 be like, no, I don't cry. No, that's insecurity. A comfortable man could watch a movie like this, feel the emotions along with his kids, hug his kids, and appreciate the evening that they had together. Well, and what's Thank great you. about this yeah. movie too is say your little ones are having their own kind of complex. Oh yeah, they're they're having something. a totally di- just, totally different experience and this is with just it. It's a really great movie for them to watch to understand that, you know, things can be a lot of things at once and that's okay. It's a really good movie for all different types of situations. I agree. Uh I am excited for Rosemary to grow up more. Uh, I mean, I it, it might be a, a few years before I fucking throw something this heavy at her, but like I fully see watching this with her, and, and then I expect probably at least three times a day after that because that's how kids watch movies. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited to watch this with her and see how she, ex- you know, what it what it means to her or how she interprets it, mm-hmm. and then you know she'll interpret it different ways as she grows up and sees it differently because she'll be a different. Yeah, it hits different when you don't have kids and when you have kids and stuff like that. Especially grow up with movies like this. I can't imagine what it would be like for for our kids to be watching these movies with their kids and seeing how they feel as they progressed along with these things. Yeah, so So. I think Pixar regularly puts out a banger, but they really fucking 
outdid themselves on this one. This is yeah, excellent. Really, excellent, excellent, excellent work here. Excellent. So that we does it. That's, that's four away. That's uh, beyond airtight. Beyond airtight. <laughs> beyond airtight. Sorry, Joey. There's <laughs> <laughs> four of us here. So, uh... <laughs> no, I'm sad. No, uh... <laughs> it's funny because yeah, it's emotional. We talk about crying and stuff, but it's not because it's it's not because someone died. It's not because it's it's no, because no. you sympathize with the emotions that happen in the movie because you you feel along with them, and that's 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 masterful yeah. artwork, regardless of its mm-hmm. film, music, or anything else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you, they're bringing you along on a journey, and and you're not sad because somebody died or you missed somebody or something. You're just you're just feeling things along with them, and man, that's 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 good shit. That's yeah, yeah. That, that it is brilliant storytelling. Like they 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 just fucking did it. This again seems like an impossible concept to me to try to pull off, and they. Not only pulled it off, but they fucking nailed it. It's excellent. Um, there you go, Pixar. Hope you make some money out there. I yeah, know I you're struggling. You <laughs> I hope that our review of this finally brought yeah. brought things around Hopefully for you. This will bring you over the top. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't forget us if you find success. Yeah. Please, please sponsor. Please sponsor the show. Please, please Pixar sponsor, sponsor the show. Please. Pixar do it. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. You can find us on Facebook at The Rewatch Party. Email us at The Rewatch Party at gmail.com. How do you feel about Bing Bong Sack? <laughs> that's it. I'm Usually I list off a bunch of things. No, that's all. Imaginative. Only, Bing only, Bong's Magic Sack. Only email us if you have feelings about Bing Bong's Magic Sack. If you don't, fuck off. Don't forget about our sister show, The Tournament of Champions, <laughs> wherein we take characters from our movies and pit them in a Thunderdome-style battle to the death, where it's based on popularity, not really fighting skill, but sometimes, I guess. I don't know. It's all vote-based. Sometimes fighting. Some, it doesn't matter why we choose things. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, it's all based on polls that we put up on our Twitter and Facebook pages, so make sure that you find us on there because your votes do count. Not only in who makes it, we know from, you're looking from each movie into the tournament, but who wins the battles. That's right. We can see when you look and don't vote. If you're gonna look at it, fucking click a thing. Just click a thing. Yeah, literally it's a, takes a second. Your phone has to touch the screen to scroll past it. Might as well touch the screen to vote. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Every time you vote, that that is a nickel towards a charity of our choosing. Except every, it's not. That's a lie. Every time you vote, an angel gets his wings. Yeah, there's that. Every also, time, every time you vote, you vote, Manny finally gets an orgasm. Wow! Yes. Wow! Yes. Finally, <laughs> I know he doesn't look like a guy that's short on him. <laughs> I, he, I could tell. Like he's, I think last night he was real close to having a threesome. If two more people would have showed up. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe if you vote, I was, I was out with I was out with four people last night. <laughs> Man, the battle of odds, the odds are there. Yeah, two of which are well, you know, they're they were they were they were of the of the lady persuasion variety. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you talk like that and then wonder why you can't angle a threesome. <laughs> well, you you two and two. I mean, two and two. You you are of the lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been we there talking about that. emotions and shit. They're now, not all they're cracked up to be. <laughs> all right. Join us next week as we travel through space and time to save mankind in interstellar. Until then, I'm Fuck Nick it. with Anthony, Manny, and Elise. And thanks for rewatching.
This is my butt, and this is my butt's hole. The late coop. And we had a flag. It's an Indian surveillance drone. Solar cells power an entire farm. What'd you do, Murph? Uh, she didn't do nothing. Murphy's law. You're a well-educated man, Coop. And a trained pilot. And an engineer. The world doesn't need any more engineers. We didn't run out of planes and television sets. We ran out of food. Dad, why did you name me after something that's bad? Oh, we didn't. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. We must confront the reality that nothing in our solar system can help us. Now you need to tell me what your plan is to save the world. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. And this is the mission we were trained for. I've got kids, Professor. Get out there and save them. You have no idea when you're coming back. We must reach far beyond our own lifespans. We must think not as individuals, but as a species. We must confront the reality of interstellar travel. Murph, I love you forever.